ship Carson to the Commanders. Yes, after just one season in Indianapolis, Carson Wentz is now the quarterback of the Washington, formerly known as the football team. Hayden Winks, really two sides of this equation to go through. And I actually want to start with the team that traded him off in the Colts, because at least to us, they're the closest to really competing and have a really great roster around them. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, if in week 18 of this last season, the Colts go down and beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville, Carson Wentz is still on this roster. Yet, because of his play, not just in that game, but for many others, where he tries to play hero ball, make too many mistakes, that takes you know so many positive plays away from the running game, the defense, and it leaves you in a situation that you can't depend on your quarterback. Yeah, the Colts were able to get out of the Carson Wentz pyramid scheme where they got the Washington <laughs> Commanders to come in and give them some picks for it. But yeah, I agree. It really was that last Jaguars game because if they make the playoffs, you don't trade your starting quarterback when you made the playoffs. Like To me, that would be like, oh, he was worth it. We made the playoffs. Now, they were never contenders to me. They had all this turnover luck, and that's going to be regressing yeah. next year. And I thought it was smart to get out of that contract. I know it's like super frustrating if you're a Colts fan just keep bouncing around. But they're taking some swings on some guys. It, it doesn't seem like the best swings, but you're at least taking some swings and not holding on to that type of player. It seems like to me, I've seen some reports out there and it makes total sense. Jimmy G, Teddy Bridgewater, I think one of those two guys, I think they're probably just going to wait out for Jimmy G. Probably take on about the same amount of draft picks that they just sent away. And I think Jimmy G is an upgrade over Carson Wentz. And we talked about the last show. It's the opposite type of quarterback. It's those frustrating turnover plays that you're not going to get quite as often with Jimmy G. And if it's, if this is the Jonathan Taylor offense, I think I like Jimmy G's chances of executing that over Carson Wentz's no first round pick because it was part of the Carson Wentz deal. So I think that might take them out of if there even is a trade possibility for Matt Ryan or even Kirk Cousins. So like these middle round quarterbacks and packaging a bunch of those for a, a Jimmy Garoppolo, I think makes a lot of sense. You know, I was trying to lay out why the Colts would make this move just in its simplest terms. And I, I wrote out mistake free, but when you think of one, Jimmy G or whoever else they bring in, even a Teddy Bridgewater, I wouldn't say those quarterbacks are mistake free. The, the big word is disaster free. Yes. And Carson Wentz is the type of quarterback that can produce disasters in just two or three moments when, again, he tries to play that hero ball, when he becomes, as we termed it, the trebuchet of planting his feet in the pocket and trying to unload these throws and these passes that his offense coordinator doesn't want him to and to, you know, receivers that are not open. And those simple moments change the outcome of contests. And when you look at it from a, top-down perspective of the Colts, the best rushing attack in the NFL. Still, despite losing a couple pieces along the offensive line, a fantastic core of your offensive line. And we, you know, can debate the longevity of a defense and how sticky it is of turnover rate. They have some really good pieces, young pieces around there, despite a new play caller on that side as well. Truly, when you boil it down to, and I'm sure Chris Ballard and Jim Irsay said this to Frank Reich, who stood on the table for Carson Wentz at this point last year, we were a quarterback away from making the playoffs. So now there's also, as you're alluding to, an opposite end, a reaction based on this, because this is their window to win. So the Colts are 100% going to try to upgrade this offseason at the quarterback spot, something that a number of other teams are doing. 
yeah, looking at this, Carson Wentz was 20th in EPA per play. And that's with a pretty decent setup where you're not being asked to throw the ball in a bunch of bad situations. you got a decent offensive line. You play in the worst division in football. So that's why they're probably going to go for um, someone like Jimmy G. I don't think it's going to be the biggest uh, upgrade in the world. To me, the big thing that they were able to do here is open up the cap space by trading away Carson Wentz. $28 million in cap savings. Uh, If they had to release him, it would not have been as easy but they got washington to pay it so it wasn't just the picks to me the big issue for the washington uh side of this was the money that you're spending on this all of a sudden the car the colts have the most cap space in the nfl now we can round out the wide receiver core you can find the left tackle long-term answer uh add some cornerbacks those type of things are going to be coming for a team that's going to be around one of these bad quarterbacks but at least maybe functionally bad and not stone cold disaster bad I think we've covered the Colts end of this. I'll now bring up the compensation for the trade because that's how we have to view this from Washington's end of the equation. The commanders get Carson Wentz and move down, I believe, five spots in the second round. Um, The Colts get a second round pick this year, a third round pick this year, and then a third round pick that can also become a second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of snaps here. We're doing the plays again. We're going to We're back on the, the Carson Wentz Monitor. snap count Monitor. watch. That's exactly where we're back on. Uh hot take here, Hayden. Dare I say that this is an upgrade for Washington. Now, when you view the rest of the league, Carson Wentz is not someone that you can win with consistently. I mean, this is what happens when a quarterback is on his third team in 3 years, right? But when you look at what they tried to do last offseason, and bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick on a one-year, $15 million deal or whatever it was, barely played a single snap for them all season long, had to pivot down over to Taylor Heineke, who on some level is like a poor man's Carson Wentz, where it's mobility, it's it's running around, it's trying to play hero ball, but his arm is far, far, far worse, and that led him into a lot of trouble in trying to throw the opposite hash, the opposite sideline, and down the field. Look, not saying that I think that this vaults Washington into contenders, but I don't think many people are going to say that this is an upgrade for them based on what they played with last year. And I think it is. It's a little bit of an upgrade, but I would hope it's an upgrade over freaking Taylor Heineke, who everybody's labeling the right. funnest player ever to watch. Uh, it, it's, it's an upgrade, but it's not going to make too much of a difference. Washington's defense has got to get better and they got to get healthier. Um, that's like the two biggest things. They had so many injuries last year, especially at the skill player position. Uh, and then the defense was just like straight up bad. I think that's pro- possibly a coaching thing uh, over there in Washington. And obviously the ownership, the whole thing just seems like a stone cold disaster. But Carson Wentz goes from the worst division of football to maybe the second worst division. And in plays football. Philly twice a year. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of things going on. There's going to be a lot of narratives uh, to go through here. Do you have anything else before we go into like the fantasy implications of this? Yeah, I, I think quickly a lot went wrong for Washington last year, you know? Like while their offensive line probably overperformed based on the individual talents that they had, and they're going to lose Brandon Sheriff, so it might take a step back last this year. Uh, Curtis Samuel missed the entire season, a big free agent acquisition. And the defense, which they invested pick after pick after pick in, was one of the bottom five units for like half the season. Yeah. You know, they their third down success rate in terms of getting off the field was easily the worst in the NFL for the first half of the year that improved to one of the best in the second half of the season. So at least you hope to get an average performance out of them, which would again be such an upgrade. I quickly want to bring up just two plays. 
two plays I think sum up the Carson Wentz experience perfectly. And again, this is from that week 18 loss to Jacksonville that kept the Colts out of here. Three defenders converging, a perfect bucket throw over the middle to T.Y. Hilton. And then just a few series later, an interception directly to an undercutting defender. I mean, Hayden, we watch it every single week. Carson Wentz went on an absolute hot streak when Philly went on to win a Super Bowl without him. I would say that he was playing an MVP level, but this is he's a high variance passer, someone who's less mobile than he used to be as well. And you kind of have to get on one of those hot streaks in order to win consistently with him. Yeah, but to get him on those hot streaks, you have to let him push the ball downfield because that's kind of like where he can get going. And um, I think Scott Turner's a good play caller. I do too. Okay. I like, and they got like low key, like Curtis Samuel and Diami Brown, Logan Thomas, those type of guys to Terry go McLaurin. along with Terry McLaurin. I think that they have a little bit of juice there. Just like, I mean, Carson Wentz, we're not going to like buy into this. Like it was, okay. it was cool. I guess he had to go somewhere. So why not the freaking commies? Well, and it's so clear that Washington based on all of their verbiage and based on where they were last year, were going to make a massive quarterback change. Uh, they made an offer for Russell Wilson. They were in probably some other sweepstakes as well. And certainly this was not plan a or plan B, but it is plan C for Carson. You see what I did there? Okay. Let's jump on over to whatever fancy implications you want to bring here. I don't think we can necessarily talk about it from the Colts angle because we don't know anything about the quarterback they're bringing in and they're bringing in one. So from Washington's perspective here, I know Terry McLaurin is always a fan favorite. I'm a little nervous that he is still on the Allen Robinson career arc at this point with the quarterback he's played with. Where is he standing now and where might you move him to? So it's tough because I was pricing in some type of upgrade. I guess we're going to call this a quarterback upgrade, but I think that there was better options for this. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be moving Terry McLaurin up too much. Now he's going 38th overall on underdog fantasy promo code, the show to get you up to a hundred dollars on your first deposit. I have him a little bit ahead of ADP just because I'm a Terry McLaurin fan and some of the other wide receivers in that range, uh, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, kind of the same type of bets. Uh, with with the quarterback problem, except I think just Terry McLaurin's a better player than all of them. Same thing with Antonio Gibson. Uh, Antonio Gibson's being drafted right now 29th overall. Carson Wentz doesn't throw to his running backs very often. That was like a narrative that we kept going back to. So oh, yeah. maybe that lowers the ceiling on him a little bit, but I don't see too much movement. It's like kind of hard to have a strong take. Like Carson Wentz was like kind of like the quarterback upgrade I was expecting. I didn't know if it was going to be exactly him or Jimmy G. But that type of quarterback. So uh, for fantasy, I'm not sure how much it matters on either end. Um, I think I'm going to be keeping my rankings basically the exact same. Yeah. I just want to see Curtis Samuel out there in the field. Like we know Terry McLaurin can do it. And Terry, when asked to win those one-on-one situations down the field, is one of the best in the league at it. Like he can put the team on his back on those moments. And Carson's going to give him those chances. So at least we have some of that. In fact, as we keep saying, Carson's arm is much better than what Taylor Heineke put out there. They need another option. And Curtis can be that. I am certain of it if he is healthy. We had no clue about that hernia surgery that he had last offseason that ruined his entire year. Please back on, please get back on the field. Like we we have to have that. Miami Brown, last round pick in theory, on paper, all yep. of those type of things. Matches up with Carson Wentz down the field. <laughs> you feeling me? I'm back in on Diami Brown. The last round. If you're doing a regular 14-round uh, 
draft with your friends. Pretend like I never said that. The the ethos of the of the play. I hear you. All right. And just quickly, it pretty much is confirmed fact now that Carson Wentz's teammates just don't like him. Uh, yes. After he bounced from team to team the last two years. It's pretty clear. And again, something else is going to fall in on the Colts end of this. And when it does, we'll be back here and doing a video. So be sure to like and subscribe down below. We are so prepared for free agency week. Plenty of trades are continuing to roll in. The dominoes are falling. Smash that subscribe button. Smash the like as well. And just tell a friend. Tell one friend. All right. For Hayden, I am Josh. Up the Vela, everyone. We'll talk to you all soon. See ya.